The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome back once again to Boodle Nation, a podcast series that's dedicated to lesser-known serial killers and acts of true crime. I'm your host, Scott Alexander, and right across from me is the one, the only, the smooth criminal, Tammy Underwood. Say hi, Tam. Smooth criminal. I see that song. Smooth criminal. That's a Michael Jackson song. Yeah, you know, and I honestly, I didn't even know it was by Michael Jackson until Jake told me. I thought it was originally by Alien Ant Farm. I've never heard of Alien Ant Farm. No shit, they do a a more rocked up version. Oh, Jake just told you that that it was Michael Jackson. Yeah, it was like a few months ago, and I went, "Get the no, you're fucking full of shit." Because you know, my head's full of music. It's a library of music. And sure shit, like, holy fuck. Yeah, it was originally Michael Jackson. Yeah. Just saying. So I was in shock. I'm like, holy cow. The king of pop. No, the king of, no, he's the, he's the king of having little boys spend the night in his I bed. That's what fuck he is. God damn it. That's why he built that amusement park. I'm like, hey, little boy. See, that's why, what Cat Williams says. <laughs> why, why don't you come over here and pet my monkey? That's what he's fucking doing. Yeah, Cat Williams talks about the booze and shit that he has. And the kind of pillowcases he has because he likes to attract full-grown women. And then he exactly. Says, I'm just saying, you build your, you make your house to attract what you desire. And who wants an amusement park? Little fucking boys. Little fucking boys. <laughs> exactly. You know what? I'm going to listen to more Cat Williams comedy shit He's because hilarious. I agree with that 110 percent. Because he is so funny. You need to listen to Tink Tink about Tink Tink. Poor little Tink Tink. Because, you know, if I want to make, uh, you know, let's say that I, I, I want to uh, attract a woman with my cooking, because I love to cook. There you go. I'm going to make a, a, a nice meal. Mm-hmm. If I want to attract a little girl with my cooking, I'm going to make her a Barbie cake. Oh, yeah. He yeah. also talks about how black people need more white friends. Yeah, you were telling me about versa. that. Yeah, I mean, he's a really awesome comedian. Actually, I like what we were talking about uh, earlier this week about the most racist thing oh, that uh, know, any right? white person can say. Is, my friend I have Marvin black friends. says that. I, I'm not going to say my black friend Marvin, but no, I have a friend. Marvin. Oh, wait, a minute. is that your black friend Marvin? Is I've that... had more than one, but that's not what I'm going to say. So you kind of evened it out with all your white honky friends and stuff like that. You had finally got a brother, yeah. Anyways, I racist. have a friend named Marvin who happens to be black. Her one black friend. He is not my one black friend. Anyways. Racist. Shut up, dick. I'm not fucking Canada. Oh, sorry, Canada. (laughs) I'm sounding like you now. (laughs) I'm rubbing off on you. Isn't it beautiful? But anyways, he he told me one time, he said, the most racist thing anybody can say is, I'm not racist, I have black friends. And I'm like, that is not true. And then I heard my dad say it. (laughs) I'm not racist. I hang out with, I've hung out with black people. I'm like... Dad, that sounds so racist. <laughs> and then he said the most racist words I've ever heard in my life. He goes, I'm not racist, Tammy. I voted for Obama. And I'm like, oh, my God, that is so racist. When you told me that, I'm like, dude, before your dad died, he was like one step away from joining the KKK. <laughs> he, he, he was one white bed sheet away from going to a Klan rally. <laughs> Just saying. Because Dude, and I love my dad, but he would say some of the most bizarre shit, especially when it was on morphine at the end. Because I got yeah. I got you know, I got friends of all colors, <laughs> but too. I don't sit there and go, Hey, my black friend Orlando. Right. Well I, that's what I was saying. I was talking about Orlando. 
Right. That's why I was saying my friend Marvin, who happens to be black. I don't even say that. Well, because I was explaining the situation. Just like I, when, yeah. when, when I don't talk, when, when I talked about Maritza, because we've talked about her here on the show, my first ex-wife. I, hi, Maritza. We love you. And Maritza knows that I will love her till my dying day. Ma- Maritza knows I love her because she's my biggest fan. I love her because I'm she's a I'm giving you the heart sign right now. But I don't sit there and go, <laughs> go, my Mexican ex-wife, Maritza. Right. No, that's true. Or this, or this. I can't be racist because I was married to a Mexican. True. I'm telling you. I mean, I never really say those words. But when he said that, because I've never said that. Because, you know, but you know what, I've honk- never really looked at, you know, races when I hang out with people. You know what honkies always say like you? <laughs> they never talk about the Mexicans. Oh, my black friend Eugene. No, I I was trying to make a point about the what comment ever. he made. That's I'm, why I said my friend Marvin, who happens more to be More things black. are making sense to me. I bet that you are running the local chapter of the KKK. <laughs> that is not true. I'm I was not wondering, in <laughs> I was wondering why there was white sheets in the back of your car. There, that's, that's a blue sheet, bitch. Uh-huh. Oh, so you're like the Grand Dragon of the KKK, the Grand no, Master. No, I have okay. the... Is that what they wear, for reals? Uh, a blue sheet? Yeah, I've seen blue and I've seen red. Oh, I was going to say, because I have a blue sheet back there, so ghosts can sit on it. So he doesn't get hair everywhere. Yeah, that's just what the black man's Which afraid of is the ghost. Mad at you. I know. I wish it wasn't so moist wet. and wet outside. I know. Because I really want to see my ghost see Okay. I know. So He's we're on a too. wonderful Wednesday episode, and you Wednesday. gave me. Alyssa I lo- Bustamante. I wanted to say her last name because I love that. That's a very. Like, it sounds like somebody that I would have dated because it's very. Like, uh, it, it's elegant. Hello, my name is Alyssa Bustamante. And I'd be like, oh, yeah. oh, wow, you got class and style. Fucking cool. And I'm pretty sure you're not going to stab me in my sleep because, you know, you got class. That's what she sounds like. But Is that what she sounds like to you? But if she's on our show, I'm just taking a wild guess. Probably That's not, not that great, huh? Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Um... Hang on, I'm trying to find... Oh, there's my delete table. That's what I wanted. <laughs> um. Anyways, I haven't been giving a quote lately, but I saw this one here, and it's directly from her Twitter feed. Ooh. That really fucking, like, hits the nail on the head with her. You ready? Nail me. All I want is a reason... All I want in life is a reason for <laughs> all of this pain. <clears throat> okay. I can I can see where a lot of people would relate to that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. But, 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 but. There's always a big but when okay. it comes to you, isn't there? Yep, pretty much. You didn't even get that joke, but okay. I did. That but was I'm a... ignoring you because I'm tired of you telling me my ass is fat. Tammy, that was called a double entendre. Saying my ass is fat. I never said your ass was fat. I never once said you had a fat ass. No, you said big butt. Never said big butt either. You did. I did not. There's always a big butt with you. Your words just now. Rewind it. Listen. I just said that it can mean two different things. I know. I never directly said your butt is big. No, you said it's always a big butt with you. And then you said you didn't get that double entendre, did you? I said, yes, I got that. You call my ass fat again. Whatever. But I'm ignoring you. Look, put your Godzilla butt away. Doesn't need to eat a town. exactly what I'm saying. As I'm eating lasagna. (laughs) (laughs) It's good lasagna, though. It is good lasagna. I'll admit. I, I'm very picky about my lasagna, too. Just saying. 
Okay. To everyone around, Alyssa Bustamante seemed as if she was what society would classify as a normal teenage girl. Okay? Yeah, she had a badass name, man. Yeah. Nearly all of the friends she had would often say she was just always so sweet and everybody loved her. She was just amazing. Those are quotes. I'm going to stop you right there because I've said this before. Every motherfucking serial killer, no, uh, almost, I can't say always, because we have had some like, yeah, we knew that was a motherfucker right there. But normally, they never look at people like me and go, huh, that fat, bald motherfucker who looks like a biker, like he just got out of fucking prison. We keep looking for the teardrop tattoo under his eye. We know he has to have one. We're looking for, I've been looking for it. That's exactly who. By we, your ass, but whatever. We knew that he did it. Nobody ever says that. Well, they always say, oh, he was so nice. Like, he or she, they, they would mow my lawn, or they've helped me into my house with my groceries. Right. Or they were so nice to our little boy, Timmy. It's always something that's never like, hey, we knew it was this motherfucker over here. Yeah. We knew that he's just all fucked up. And the first time I saw him, we knew he was right. fucked up. <laughs> right. Even with our, I mean, well, even with our, like, children killers, Pomeroy was one that they kind of said, uh, yeah, he's kind of crazy. Yeah, him. But then, it's, but then it, but they it's a rarity. base that on his looks, not necessarily his actions. Right, you right, know? right. But yeah, they, they, it's always the nicest people. Yeah. That do it. That's what I'm afraid of. And I, I get into this on our, on tomorrow's episode because I wrote a whole thing for one of our listeners who had a suggestion for she us. She did. Jennifer Ockler Teal. Oshler. Oshler, it's, oh, excuse me, my bad, I apologize. Because I've, I've been to her house That's many a times in Oklahoma. Her, she's your biggest fan and not mine. See, on, in the case of the other one who was married to you, she, she loves me more. <laughs> no way, she totally loves me. <laughs> but she loves me more. Not a chance. Yes. No. Look, my Mexican friend, Maritza, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I would like to point out, she has slept with me. Doesn't that's why she likes me more? Get on with your goddamn episode. I so don't like you right now. Fuck off, <laughs> dick. Just saying. And the asshole of the week award goes to Tammy. Tammy, <laughs> isn't that fucking amazing? Let me get you a plaque made. No, because I get a, I have to get a good one in occasionally. That was pretty good. Yeah. Anyways. However, inside the seemingly normal 15-year-old girl, there was a dormant, darker persona. It seemed to have been a complete surprise to her friends, but it definitely seemed as if it was there to her family. Okay? Or her family, is what I meant. It, meant, it was definitely seemed to be a surprise to her family, is what I meant to say. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. That's what I'm meant to say. Yet to her online community, she readily, readily displayed. Are you trying to mess with my mind? Oh, okay. Because you got up. So she readily displayed her Alyssa Bustamante alter ego. And I'll get into what her screen name was in a little bit. And are you seriously spanking your ass and doing like the cowboy and rubbing your nipples right now. That is, I'm so glad we don't videotape these right now. That is so gross. <laughs> I'd love seeing how long it takes for you to actually go knock it the fuck off. Knock <laughs> the fuck off. Oh my God. Sometimes I just like, I'm in awe that you are actually doing it. That it takes me a minute to say, 
Oh my fucking god, that is not appropriate. Well, it's because it's so damn sexy. I can take. I I, I understand that you would be in awe and have to actually have to stop and go. Oh my god! Now I know why my mom thinks he's hot. No, I say. No, oh my I god! I cannot believe you're doing that. That is so inappropriate. <laughs> now I need to say something because I've let it go on long enough. <laughs> have you ever heard of sexual harassment, Scott? It's in your manual. <laughs> yeah, it's in your company manual. Don't. Don't you remember those fucking <laughs> seminars we went don't to? You, don't you thrust your pelvis at me, mister. <laughs> That's disgusting. Jesus Christ. I don't care. <laughs> Just go on with your story. Honey, I wouldn't even listen to him. He's such look, a pig. Jesus how do you fire hurts. the owner of a company? <laughs> I wouldn't even look. I don't even look at him, sweetheart. He's a pig. He does this stuff all the you time. You tell me He's this all pervert. the time. This is why I don't talk to him. I love the old Jewish lady. <laughs> I will go get her in a minute because I think that she needs to talk to him because he's a pig. P-I-G pig. Oh, this is my gay guy, huh? He's disgusting. I keep forgetting who the voice Here's the are thing, now. okay? He oh, makes all of us look bad. Mm-hmm. He's out there pelvis thrusting. He's not even gay. Jesus Christ. And here he is rubbing his nipples and well, spanking his ass. But he has said ass. that he's willing to sleep with somebody. Okay, okay. I think that he would so have sex with Patrick Kearney. You think like, so? Right now. Wow. Oh, yeah. He's not gay, but I, I can see him sucking some dick. I can totally see him being a pole smoker. Oh, my God. I'm going to choke on this lasagna. Stop. I bet you he wouldn't choke. <laughs> I bet he wouldn't either. I have a feeling like he would just take it all. Just all take it all. Oh, yeah. He'd be a trooper? Oh, he would be a pooper trooper. 100% right there. I bet you that he would drop the soap so quick. <laughs> Quicker than anything. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> it's a slippery slope that he wants to be on. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. I, I love these conversations with you. Okay, honey. Okay, okay, okay. Just go on. And by the way, I don't care what he says. You look fucking fabulous. Don't Thank listen you. to him because he's an asshole and a fucking pig. And my butt isn't that big. Honey, your butt looks fabulous. Women would kill for your butt. Jesus Christ. Thank you. It's flat, but it's good. That fucking rotten asshole making fake jokes and shit. Jesus fucking Christ. Anyways, if those in her inner circle could see what she posted online, they would have been somewhat concerned. But I'll get to that in a minute. But for now, let's get. I'm going to start the story of Alyssa Bustamani to figure out what truly (laughs) happened to her. And this time, I'm actually going to present it a different way. I'm going to present it as if I'm describing a docu-series episode. Okay. Because I found that to be the most interesting way that this was, you know what I mean? Of the stuff I found that, you know, to cool. kind of do it that way. I'm down with the sickness. Okay. But I got to get something to drink. So, yeah, go of on. Of course you do. Do you want anything to drink while I'm going? No, I have water and another energy drink. Thank you. Cool, cool. Yep. Party on. I will. So, this is actually a story of two girls. When you think about it. Really? <laughs> not that way, Scott. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I was going to say. You came back so quickly, I thought you had wings on your feet. That was hilarious. So when you think about it, though, 45 minutes doesn't seem very long. It's the average length of one of our shows. It's how long a baked potato takes to cook in my air fryer. Just saying, at 400. It's even used to be, it even used to be a guaranteed free pizza if Domino's failed to deliver in their 30 minutes or less guarantee. And it's under what the hookers charge you for because uh, they charge by the hour. 
Oh, so how did they rate the 45 minutes, God? It's not free. No, you be. still have to pay for the full hour, even if it only takes like... Oh. A, it doesn't matter. Like, they pay for the full hour no matter I what. like how you know that. Oh, wait, you have hooker friends. And then, then all of a sudden they go, no, you'll pay now. And you're like, no, man, I didn't even like fucking... I got a phone call. I got a jet. I didn't even get naked. No, you'll pay now. And then you got to throw in 50 cents and leave. Even for five fucking minutes, you got to pay full hour. Huh? Yeah, pay full fucking hours. This is horrible. You're not horrible. Bastards. I know. You That's found why that we out to, from a friend. Huh? We need to unionize prostitutes. We anyway, do. go ahead. Anyways, however, that's exactly how long it took Alyssa, I mean, I'm sorry, Elizabeth Olton's mother to call the police and report her child missing. Okay? It's also how long, boop, 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 where was I? Oh, there we go. It's also how long it took 15-year-old <laughs> Alyssa Bustamante Monte to allegedly kill her victim. Alton. Got it? Did you say Alton? Yeah, she killed her victim, Elizabeth Alton. Oh, gotcha. All I thought was to kill her. Who was her neighbor. Gotcha. Okay. The most shocking thing of all is Alyssa Bustamante's youth, you know, Mm -hmm. was not as shocking as the fact that her victim was only nine. What the fuck? Kind of, almost like Phillips, but I don't feel sorry for this one, ever. Well, there, there's a couple of other ones that were had young kids. We did right. the, that one. Well, new, Mary Bell, yeah. She we got Mary four. Bell, then I think was it last week or the week before we did the dude. Pomeroy had like four-year-olds a couple weeks ago. That's probably the one I'm thinking of, the one who started killing when he was a kid, the world's youngest yeah, yeah, killer. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, when he was five years old, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Party. Yeah. So, when they talked to family, friends, and neighbors, Olton, the victim, was one of the sweetest, most, I mean, she was just like, um, somebody even said she was a little girl made of sugar, spice, and everything nice. Literally, that's what they said. They said she loved cats. She was a girly girl. I knew I shouldn't have said that. I she didn't was a say real anything. Girl who loved cats in the color pink, not the movie. The actual color. I like cats too sometimes. <sighs> um, little Elizabeth had long, medium length, or no, I'm sorry, medium brown, long hair. Uh, her eyes were kind of wide set, and she's often described. Uh, as a shy girl and definitely afraid of the dark and would never have gone into the woods by herself. I'm afraid of the dark too. And the woods? Yeah. There's this kid named Billy Woods. He's a dick. Holy cow, man. In the dark? That little bastard. He puts his dick in you in the dark? No, that's Pat. <laughs> in the dark or in the light? <laughs> no, I want it in the light. I, want I was going to say, you want full view. I want that shit videotaped. Anyways, <laughs> according to an Associated Press article, um, the fact that she was afraid to go in the dark made her disappearance even more ominous. You know, apparently a lady by the name, what the hell? Oh, there I go. A lady by the name of Peggy Florence spoke on behalf of the the Olaton family 
family. Ah. Words are hard. They are with me right now. Um, <laughs> so her name hard. Was Florence, and she said, and I'm quoting, she was somebody special. They called her a girly girl. She would be outside in the snow or in the mud in her frilly little dress. Okay, I used to do that. I hated dresses, but whatever. Um, when you look at pictures of from Bustamante's Facebook page, actually, um, you can see a girl who's like, what's the best way to describe it? Hardened beyond her years. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can tell she's had a rough life. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, I'm sorry. Do I need to sit forward? Yeah, that'd be kind of nice. Why didn't you just say that instead of t- pointing down to because your Because everybody that listens to us doesn't need to know the bullshit I got to go through to get you to hold because the mic in the right fucking position. I never move it. I move myself. Yeah, You move yourself. That's what I'm getting at. Well, God maybe we should get one that attaches to me. I'm just saying. I can attach that one to you. I got a staple I, gun. I'm going to hit check. <laughs> Duct tape. Bailing wire, glue. I hate you. What? <laughs> I hate you. How do you like that one? Anyways, she was always seen. You know, she always had her um, the on her pictures. Literally, she had it like lined heavy black eyeliner. You know, like the goth. That's just she's very emo. Goth, yeah, because yeah, it's in the 2000s. Okay, emo. yeah, that's she would be emo because goth yeah. is. Uh, that's in the 90s. That's the 90s, goth. man. Yeah. The goth chicks. Yeah. That I still my, think are hot. My brother was part of the quote unquote trench coat <laughs> mafia of my neighbor of my town. That's what they literally called the guys who wore trench coats. And, it's and now we call them perverts. Now hey, my brother girl. doesn't wear one. Touch this. You're so gross. Boing, boing, boing. No, he wasn't a flasher. <laughs> oh, that was me. Never mind. Uh, I'm not yeah. allowed at that high school anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Four score penitentiary? <laughs> That's what we called it. But never mind. All the high schools. Like they, they no. This is why I'm disappointed in the age of technology. Because when one kicks you out, they circulate your picture in a fucking they hurry. Do. <laughs> it gets posted on fucking the Board of Education website. <laughs> oh yeah. And fucking there's a big sign that says he really doesn't have free Wi Fi in his truck. Don't even bother. <laughs> God damn it, I got outed. They haven't hit the entries of the schools now, so when students walk in. Yeah, they're not even concerned about guns anymore. This yeah. is just my picture. They're concerned about Scots. Yeah, so she had the emo look. The you know, the heavy black eyeliner. She had the straight bangs hanging in her eyes, you know, down over her eyes. And she had that like little like Perpetual pout with her chin. So stuck not out. how I envisioned her in my head when I yeah, with her, her chin stuck out and the, like the ah pout, not the duck lips, but the, no, I know, you know that emo pout. To me, her name like in my head screamed out like I don't know Spanish, Italian, very no. um exotic looking. No, that's how it went, and now you just ruined that for me. So Sorry about that. I can't masturbate to this. Yeah. I read one article that said, even in two dimensions, he had attitude and charisma to burn. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. But she was a troubled teen, obviously. Um, Some say she was, like like I said, some say labeled goth, others say labeled emo. Um, And in that alternate life, she might have actually been a star. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But in this one, not so much. She's just a teenage murderer. (laughs) So... You know. Very sad. Yeah. So we have a small town girl. Living in a lonely world. 
Did you take the midnight train going anywhere? I'm asking for a friend. For who, Journey? No, I'm asking for Dieter, who lives in room 4B in the apartment in my fucking head. Because Why does you Dieter hate... want to know if I was on a midnight train? He would have come out and asked. I don't know. I'm going to ask him why. He just asked me to ask you. Was that midnight train to Georgia or midnight tra- on the dark and lonely world? Which one? Oh, yeah. Just a small town girl living in a lonely world. She took the midnight train going anywhere. Okay. I thought you said Georgia, but okay. I don't know why I got that. No, going anywhere. And he would ask you, but he knows how much you don't like him. I like Dieter. Not when I'm talking about Mengele. (sighs) Or Catholic churches or Jewish people in general. He does, yeah, see, he knows that you don't like him. That's like, why he's not like coming out. Normally. He's not saying hi because he knows it, and that's why he told me to ask you. Okay, I know she was not. The two neighboring communities from which both of the girls came from in Missouri were St. Martin's and Jefferson City. Oh, yeah, I know where Jefferson City is. I don't it's, know it's where capital. Satan... Isn't it? You know what? I really don't... I, I thought Springfield was. Oh, you're right. Springfield is the capital. My yeah. bad. I don't know where the other place is. It's probably yeah. close, but fucking, I just don't. But you know, know these kind of these two cities, like any other two cities in the Midwest, epitomize Amer- small town America. Yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, it's like we were talking about it a couple episodes ago with the freaking billboards mm-hmm. across the fucking Midwest states. You know, I grew up in a small town America, and it was. I think that's a good way to catch perverts, by the way, and and like rapists in them. They can post pictures of them, like, uh, and go, Have you seen this penis? (laughs) And if it's like a unique penis or something like that, people are like, My God, I know that dick. I know that. That's my husband. Bob, have you been raping? Yeah, okay. We got a problem. We need to talk. Dude, I know that dick. Scott, (laughs) have you been driving? Yeah, but sadly with me, and I kind of regret my past a little bit, yeah. most of American women would be calling up and probably around the world, oh, we know him. <laughs> he gets sushi around plate. Around the world? Yeah. <laughs> he come in, he gets sushi plate, and took my daughter. <laughs> It'd be terrible. It'd be just... And then ask me. <laughs> then he'd, go look, he'd look at me and say, hey, mama, you want to come to my van? <laughs> So fucking gross, dude. Okay, we're done. <laughs> I gave you number two special. <laughs> but happy ending. We're done. <laughs> totally done. I can't even do it anymore. I tried. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So, anyways, um, St. Martin's is where uh, Elizabeth lived. The victim. The victim, yeah. Yeah. And she was just, you know, there was actually... Literally just over a thousand people. <clears throat> yeah, small, small town. Yeah. Okay. And everyone knows everybody, obviously. Um, like I said, I grew up in a small town in America. It's like fucking Mayberry. Dude, I grew up in a town with a little bit more than that. And literally, my aunt and uncle, who I lived with at the time, knew I skipped school when I left for school, but didn't tell me until I came home. That's yeah. how small my town was. That's why, while I don't want neighbors, I don't want to live in a small, like, rural area because. If you take a dump, people know, people will ask you the dumbest see, shit. Like, hey, did you get new tires on your truck? It's like, well, why would you even fucking know that? See, and that's kind of what I like. I mean, because even though I live in kind of a smaller town, it's not 
like nosy small town. Okay, but I'll then I that. live in a kind of rural area where I do have a couple of close neighbors, but they're my only neighbors for miles. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was really helpful because one time I had one neighbor come out and say, you know, when I was having trouble with my car, he was like, do you need me to look at that for you? And I'm like, no, that's okay. I'll take it to my mechanic. Hey, man, if she's really cute and says, need me to look at that for you, I'd be like, you can look at something else for me there, sweetheart. It was my neighbor. I need some special help with something else. But not the neighbor on the wrong side. Oh, that twat that yelled at my ghosty poo? Yeah, that I still can't stand her. Or him, by the way, because he's guilty by association. They can eat a bucket of dicks. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Yell at fucking ghost. So, anyways, like I said, everybody knew everybody. And so when she failed to make it home on that Wednesday, October 21st, from her friend's house, just a little over a quarter of a mile away, people were like, oh, my God, something's wrong. Well, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. well, because, you know, back well, back in our time, <laughs> if the streetlights came on and a kid wasn't home, he better have a good ass reason or he was gone. Back in the olden he times. Was picked up by that guy in the van. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ba- know that day. Back in the olden times, we had to be home when the lights came on because we didn't have any of them newfangled cell phone things. That's right. Streetlights come on. That's what I told my son when he was growing up. We had a pay phone and a prayer. That's all we had. And if you didn't come home, you better hope to God that you were abducted by a child molester. <laughs> That's right. Or, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or you got hit by a car. That's another acceptable excuse for Maybe. not coming home. <laughs> but even then, you can get your ass whooped after yeah. you heal up from being hit by the car. <laughs> That's right. Anyways, so the search began immediately. Um, there was a two-lane highway that ran... Uh, the stretch from the friend that she was at, house that she was at, to her house. Um, and she had oddly taken a shortcut. Let's see. Let's see. Though there was a two-lane highway that ran the stretch from the friend's house that Olton had been visiting to her own house, she had oddly taken a shortcut through the woods, curving around and behind the neighboring lawns and backyards. However, by the time the search started, with the aid of hundreds of volunteers, it was dark and cold. So, and the weather had turned to it started raining. Um, Searching the woodsy terrain turned into a difficult process, okay? Dave Winninger, W-I-N-I-N-G-E-R, a volunteer firefighter who joined the search for her, was quoted by the Associated Press... As describing the search area as brushy and hilly. Um, and I then dated he, a girl like that once. Shut up. I knew that was coming. <laughs> no, you didn't. I wasn't even breathing hard. I said that, not you. <laughs> ass. And then he goes on to say there's a lot of rocks, trees, and brush piles. It's a very rough place to be. Say it, Scott. Nope. You sure? Because I want to move on and I don't want to go back. Nope, I'm good. Okay. Speaking of back, though. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. The searchers included dogs, firefighters, police, helicopters, FBI, and highway patrol. How'd they get the dogs to volunteer? The searchers, not the volunteers. Well, no, just wondering, did they go house to house and go, hey, get Rufus out here. Hey, boy, hey, boy. You, you, they you, fuck yeah, let's do this. You got some biscuits? Dogs. Gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. I'm back on track. They cool. went over and over the area, but were very <laughs> unsuccessful. Olton's cell phone initially gave them a hint, 
But by Thursday morning, because she went missing on Wednesday, by Thursday morning, the battery had died. Nine-year-olds with fucking cell phones. Jesus I know, dude. It. It's disgusting. It's fucking unbelievable. God, My son dude. wasn't allowed a cell phone until he was in his teens. Just saying. When he wasn't around us all the time, that's when he could have a cell phone. <laughs> like, when he wasn't around us or at school all the time, he had a cell phone. Yeah, it makes me... Yeah, it's really weird. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I like my son having a cell phone. Because Sometimes not so much when he texts you about stealing your girlfriend's underwear and... Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That was funny. Actually, he got me good. I, I, got a, I, gave, him, I gave him credit for that one there. That, he that did fucking, get you good. I, I still admire That little fucker. That, that was, yeah. He doesn't get me very often. That one was pretty fucking good. That was. I mean, he did come up with a better one a little later when he said he should have told you he stole mine, but, <sighs> you know. Whatever. That's when you said I had a big ass again. Oh, my God. I did not. You did. You told me my underwear would fall off you. Did I? Yeah, I said I have some lacy ones because it was after my weekend. Okay. And I said I have some lacy ones in the car with me that I can let you have. And you said they'd fall off for me. I have it somewhere. Oh, no, we didn't put it on the air. But, yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, I don't remember, so it didn't happen. Continue. (laughs) I'll ask your son. He'll remember. Anywho. He don't remember. Where was I? (laughs) Oh, Anyways, um, until that point, the scenario that the community and the police had feared was that an older male predator had snatched her up. Always blame the fucking yeah. old guys like me. They they believe they blamed an older male predator for snatching up the girl, um, assuming that he picked her up as she was walking home alone through the woods, which is possible, right? Possible. Depends. Did he have a truck that says free Wi-Fi? In Missouri in the 2000s. Were you there? Maybe. What year? Did I say what year? No, you didn't. I did. I said, hang on. I said it earlier. I said October. Oh, just 21st. I didn't say a year yet. I don't remember what year it was. Now that I mention it. There you go. See? Not crazy. Shut up, fool. Oh, I don't remember. I'm just shaking my butt now. I know you are. That's disgusting. I'm feeling better than I was a little bit earlier. It was a blood sugar issue. Oh, yeah. I was like, it's what do you was, mean earlier, I, I thought but... that's what it was, even though yeah. stuff that the audience doesn't need to know. But um, even though my blood sugar was fine. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, it's my normal. I still felt like it was blood sugary type stuff. And now I feel fine. I don't feel sick. and I'm glad. Yeah. Can I continue? You can continue. I'm glad. Thank you. Has your mom looked at Catwoman outfits, by the way? I want to get her take on it. Did you show her the two pictures of those? See which one she likes better? Craig gave me that. Oh, years ago, as a matter of fact. That's the cigars that he smokes. He goes, try this oh, with... Uh, he says that there's a friend of, uh, the friend of ours. He's yeah. a mutual friend of ours. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, he works for you. And, um, yeah, he um, was telling me that he smoked... You know, I can't remember what like com- licorice. They, yeah. He said they smell and taste like licorice. Yeah. And he said, I smell the licorice. He said, uh, smoke that while you're drinking some. De Serrano. That's I can never remember the fucking name and I keep forgetting to buy it. And yeah. I've had that for like. De Serrano. It's been up ice. there for a couple of years. Yeah. I might smoke it anyway. Bug it. Yeah. Anyway, you can continue. Sorry. While you're picking your nose. I was. No, I was smelling. I was like, what the fuck is 
said, it looked from this direction, it almost looked like a piece of a candy bar. Because no, this is what I saw. That's okay, and I saw. See, number one, I'm a fat guy. Do you really, 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 really think in your heart that I would leave a candy bar up there? I have a frozen candy bar in my freezer right now that I have had for seven years. I might have to poke myself with some fucking insulin after I eat that motherfucker, but I'm not leaving a candy bar sitting around. See, I have a candy bar in my in my freezer I've had for seven years. Just saying. I would like to say that I'm fat because of a gland disorder. I would like to say that like, you know, it's my thyroid. Or, no, I'm fat because I fucking like food and I like candy. That's the reason. See, that's what, remember, that's what Wesser said. Martha Beck said she had a gland disorder for her fatness, remember? Who was Martha Beck? From Beck and Fernandez, my lonely hearts killers from many oh, years ago. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, that's why I didn't, because, That yeah. was weird. <clears throat> yeah, I would like to say that, but I, I, I'm just, I'm, I like fucking, I like, I like to eat junk. And I've been, you know, sometimes I eat like a cramp, campground raccoon. And this is what happens. Okay. Party on. You're like a fucking bear. Put <laughs> <laughs> up in a high tree where you can't reach it. Oh, I'm like a bear, all right, when it comes Suspended. to Patrick. <laughs> so you're gonna hold say. on. For That's those of you, you that are big and hairy. <laughs> for those of you that don't know gay terminology, of which I'm not gay, but I know this terminology because I, much like Cammy has black friend, uh, a black friend, I have gay friends. Um, you have. A gay friend? No, I got several, actually. I have more than one black friend. I just happened to point out that he was black because I was making Whatever, a point. Whatever, Ku Klux Klan queen. <laughs> but, and I didn't even know this until um, I was living in Palm Springs. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and uh, my neighbor's name was Jeff, comes back with the set of dog tags. Because there was a big gay festival or something. Oh, shit I was like going to say, why did he have dog tags? And it had a rainbow bear on it. I'm like, what the fuck? Said, yeah, I won. The bear competition. I didn't know what it meant. Was he big and... Yeah. Oh, okay. Harry? Well, I, I didn't think that gay guys wrestled bears and shit, and I'm pretty sure that's not legal, is in it? In Oklahoma, it's not. In Oklahoma, I don't see it legal. <laughs> he goes, no, no, no. A bear is a big guy who is hairy. I went, get the fuck out. That is the coolest Did thing ever. Did he explain to you then that a twink was a little cute, petite, you know, like a dainty little guy? Him and his boyfriend, Tim, that he met uh, like a couple of years later, explained the whole thing of how this shit works. And otters and all that. Yeah. Okay. I got an education in this. And I'm sitting there like a fucking reporter, like taking down. I was like, okay, wait a minute. Otter means this, right? And a bear. Oh, I classify as a bear. That's great. I tried to talk him out of those dog tags because I thought they were the coolest fucking things ever. And he never got them. Treat- well, he won them. He's like, Fair fuck, no, I'm not giving you my dog tags. Like, Come on. I won't do much for a Klondike bar, but I do some sketchy shit for those tags because those are pretty cool. <laughs> See, and I was just saying that because I was going to refer to the fact that you are a bear. And back in the day, Kearney would have been probably a twink. Yeah, he's always been pretty. I think he's always been in pretty good shape. Yeah. not just, No, he'd have been an otter in good shape. But I meant kind of like tight, smaller stature. Now I have more questions to ask him. Now you do. Yes. Say, God so damn. would you have been a twink? <laughs> I'm going to ask. Yeah. Anywho. Um, where was I? Oh. No one suspected that the person, it was a member of the community or a teenage girl was the one that was the cause of her being missing. But details began to emerge um, after rumors spread. A teenage girl was described as a person of interest. 
Um, and the police had gathered some evidence, uh, actually some writings from her diary that I'll get into a little bit later. And that show Bustamani didn't show up. And when she didn't show up for school the day after the murder, um, which was her first and only unexcused absence ever. That's where you fucked yourself, Alyssa. Yeah. Telling you. Shockingly, the teenager then led the police straight to the body. It had been in the very woods they had been searching. Check this out. We had this uh, Cole County Sheriff, Cole County Sheriff Greg White told the press, we had been in that area actually more than once. The Once the body was very well concealed. Damn. Well, she, she thought that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, she just thought it through. Yeah, for a while, there was a public uncertainty as to the gender of the person of interest. Um, Because the town was so small, Cole County Sheriff Greg White declined to give more specifics until it was decided on how Bustamante was going to be tried. I know that it would be cathartic for the public to know exactly what happened, he said, but the difficulty with that is we have to maintain a prosecutable case. Yeah, true. And it's a small town. Yeah. So we're not going to contaminate jury pools or anything else. That makes sense, yeah. Okay. So because she was a juvenile, there was a question whether or not she should be tried as an adult, which we've had. Possible under state law, which could then make her eligible for the death penalty. How old is she again? Like 16? 15. Oh, 15. Ooh. I am going to bet that she was still tried as an adult. Okay, well, we'll figure it out. But Missouri has an unusual two-pronged system when it comes for dealing with young offenders. One that sort of mirrors Canada's. Missouri is one of the 22 states using a dual jurisdiction system. If a suspect is found guilty then the offender can be held until age 21 and went, I'm sorry, push down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then a new hearing is held and it is determined whether the offender has been rehabilitated enough after that or should they serve out the rest of their sentence or get the death penalty. Okay. So they can technically be sentenced twice. To me, that just sounds weird because it sounds like double jeopardy. You know what I mean? Well, they're not being tried twice. What they're trying to say is <sighs> because they're trying to say it's unconstitutional to put a juvenile to death via the death penalty. I don't think it is in some cases, but okay. Okay. So what they're trying to do here is instead of put, saying, okay, the juveniles can be sentenced to death, they're trying to say, okay, let's keep the juvenile in jail till they're 21. Okay. Okay. And then we'll have another hearing to see if they've been rehabilitated. If they haven't or don't show signs that they can be, let's, you know, sentence them to longer or put them to the death penalty. Okay. No, that's kind of it's making sense. It's basically a um, rehabilitation hearing. Yeah, know? no. Okay. That, that does, does it that makes make sense. Yeah, sense it makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad. I'm glad I could clarify that for you. Um. It was ultimately decided that she would she would be tried as an adult, though. <laughs> um, her defense attorney, Kurt Valentine, expressed disappointment with the decision, saying we, and he said, we, <coughs> we are throwing away the child and we are signing a death sentence for Alyssa. 
She is not going to survive her time in the Cole County Jail. Okay, maybe she shouldn't have fucking killed a nine-year-old. I'm kind of 50-50 on this one because of her age, though. And here's why. Because kids do some fucked up shit. Well, apparently murder, too. Right. But, but let me finish the sentence first. But Because it, it says, as details of the murder came out, though, it was clear that this wasn't a child's play gone wrong. It wasn't like the, you know, Joshua okay. Phillips case. Okay, okay. So... Now you can finish. Now you're torn. I am because no matter what she did to the to to the nine year old, mm-hmm. she's fifteen years old, so she's still learning decision making skills and responsibility skills, you know, and 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 things and things like that. I don't think that she can be held to the same. St- Standard, right? As somebody who's let's say twenty one years old, because okay. that's that's a night and day difference, a six years difference. Think about your think about yourself six years ago. Are oh, you yeah, are totally. you a different person today? I'm trying to think, I was forty ish. Yeah. Okay. Even a year ago, you're a different person than you are. Today. No, wait. Nineteen six years ago was nineteen was two thousand fifteen. That's when I was going through my mental breakdown. So yeah, totally. Things change, and we're talking putting a trial together that could result in in the death penalty of a child, right? For killing a child, right? So, to me, that was cool. I don't know. I. Just thinking about her mental stability, the age. You're going through a lot of shit when you're a teenager. Right. There's a lot going on there. Okay, go ahead. No, there's, just... it's true. I mean, I hear what you're saying. Totally. However, um, it soon became very apparent when her dark and troubled mind was revealed. Um, she reveled in her bad girl image. She, her Facebook page actually had images of her with red smeared lipstick that looked ominously like bloody, like they were bloody. And it was paired with her kabuki style eye makeup. Okay, but kids do that shit. Right. I understand that. And she was grit. She always, I mean, in a lot of her pictures, if she wasn't given that sex pot pout, she was gritting her teeth in anger. Okay. Once again, kids do that shit. She was known around town as a bully. Okay. She was an kids asshole. Do that too. Kids do that. But, like many teens, she was deeply involved with her social media and had pages on MySpace, Twitter, and Facebook. That was when MySpace was I around. miss MySpace. I've never had a MySpace page, that, ever. It was awesome. I have some friends that actually met on MySpace and got married. Way better than Facebook. Really? Then yeah. why did it go away? Because... It didn't have the... It didn't have all the features that Facebook has. Oh. But it wasn't as like... like it, it wasn't as fucking... Irritating. It wasn't filtering out truthful statements and saying our facts checker checkers say that uh, this yeah. is fucked up. And it's like, no, that's a fucking fact, asshole, just because it doesn't fit with your political view. I was going to say, like our fucking political ad. That's a good example. <laughs> Run, trying to run the advertisement to them. And they said, no, because this is political. Dudes, 
Y'all hear our goddamn podcast. This has nothing to really do there with There is nothing oh. political about it. <laughs> it could it, they they said that we could sway political votes and all kinds of yeah. No, no we for what? You gonna vote for best serial killer of the year? Yeah, what the dude. fuck are you voting for? Fuck. Right? Assholes. Right? Which reminds me, we need to put together because December's coming up. We wanna have our listeners vote on our like sugar tits of the year starting oh, in yeah. December. So we'll we have, have that too. So. We're gonna have to have a business meeting about that one. Yeah, we are. Um, anyways, she had a YouTube account under the name Okami Kaji, which, do you know what it means? I'm trying to think. Okami Kaji. She had it all under one word, but it's two words. Okami Kaji. Yeah, I, honestly, I can't even think right now. It's Japanese for wolf shadow. Okay. And filled out her prof and filled out her profile under her hobbies, she listed killing people and cutting. Okay, but still, kids do weird shit like right. that. That's that part of how they get their like their catharsis out of the world. And this she's, is true. She's a, lot a of troubled people teen. Just say it, just to say it. Yeah, you this know, is like true. I talk about killing my fucking Mexican neighbors all the you time. You do. They're still alive. They're I need still to alive. verify that. And I, I'm not even. I think, mean, anyway. I'm not even mean to them. It's not like I go out there and flip them off. And, and no, you just avoid I, them. And if I see their like little fucking two year old daughter out there, I'm not like trying to really punt her to see how far <laughs> I can get her down the road. You haven't built that catapult yet. Well, now that you mentioned that, don't look in the backyard. <laughs> You're so stupid. Just say there's a there. construction project back there. Is there really? Do you really have a project? I'm going to fucking catapult that kid. You no, swear to God. But first, I'm starting off with their mom. I was just saying, do you really have a project going back there? Because I wouldn't put a passion and be doing something back there. I and bet then... you I can get that big old fucking 200-pound sack of flour at least two blocks. Do we have a 200-pound sack of flour to try? <laughs> Dude, gonna. horrible. We're We've gonna. got to stop. <laughs> Because as soon as something happens to her, it's going to be a substance. The second, if she, she even gets into a car wreck, especially here in Vancouver, I'm getting arrested. <laughs> I was going to say, you will be there goes that retainer. the suspect. There goes the retainer to my to, say, to the law firm. Have, yeah, you still have a retainer left. Oh, yeah. Um. Anyways, she had been treated for severe depression and had even tried to commit suicide. Her Twitter account stated that she was somewhere I don't want to be. Um... On the photo of her with a smeared lipstick, she is pointing a finger at her head like a gun. Um, many little red cuts are visible on her inner breast. So she was a cutter. Okay. But yeah. once again, that's very typical. Not just with, boy, with, with, with girls, by the way. <coughs> Guys are just as likely to cut and do cut as much as girls do. But right. it's rarely reported for guys. True. <coughs> True. Because when I was working with the youth, when I was actively involved in the church, I had a lot of my um, male youth members cut. Yeah, it's very common yeah. with guys. Because a lot of them would come and actually talk to me because they knew about my past. Yeah, and it's it's only mostly notable or no, you know notated when it comes to, to the girls. Right. And that goes back to the persona that every guy shouldn't cry and we're supposed to all be tough and da-da-da, all this macho bullshit. Right, and a lot of it, too, I mean, not just that, is a lot of it, especially if it's abuse, sexual abuse, guys don't go through that. I mean, that's the society norm. Correct. Guys, male children do not go through sexual abuse because it's very, very rarely reported on. Right. 
Um, but I remember a time when, um, when I was working with the youth, I had given my testimony with them, you know, to let them know that I understood that aspect of life. And afterwards I had literally three of the male kids come up to me and say, you know what? I never thought I could admit this in front of anybody before, but I need to tell you. They went to a Catholic church. Yeah, I did. They did not tell me that. Yeah, they did. I didn't go to a Catholic church. No, they did. They're like, when I was in Catholics, you know, Father O'Malley. No, they didn't tell me that. They just said that, you know, they had suffered at the hands of people. And it's like, you know, to me, that meant something to me. You know what I mean? That they were able to talk to me because maybe I could stop them from doing the shit I did. Because Wallace, guys do some horrific shit, okay? Like most right. serial killers are guys and shit like True that. that. And most of the time, most of the time, when it comes to like domestic violence, um, it's guys that that are the perpetrator. True um, that. You know, being a guy, you're kind of demonized a lot. True. You that. know, so like in the case of like domestic violence, guys get beat the shit out of too by their old ladies. This is true. And guys, but they're take to it. report it because they feel less macho. Yeah, it be, because of the stigma that's mm-hmm. attached to you know. Oh wow, you're all, yeah, like you're getting hit by a girl. The girl's beating the shit out of you, <laughs> but you're yeah. a big guy, you know. And that uh, a lot of it's because a lot of them won't fight back. Well, exactly because they are taught don't hit a girl. Exactly, and cops even. Re, uh, React the same way. And a good example of that. Just say you have an example of that. I do. When I had got, uh, I I had a uh, an assault charge, domestic violence, and I was arrested on the fact of that she called and the the girl in question, Mm -hmm. very small and petite, um, but she was the one who threw a lamp at me and shredded my arm. Right. And I was told. Well, we think you threw that lamp at yourself. And then they saw my motorcycle that was parked in my garage. You know, that's your bike? Yeah, that's my bike. It's a Harley Softail. So you're a biker? No, I'm not a biker. I just like to ride. Yeah. And yeah, so I was treated like shit. I just say, but in this area, we also have to remember, we have a very high presence of a very notorious motorcycle gang. And I know how I look, by the way. I totally I know say, how I look. And you totally resemble one of them. I do. I look like the guy who just stepped out of a biker gang, who's been you dealing do? drugs. No, I probably you look killed. straight out like you fucking belong riding with the Gypsy Joker. Yeah. I'm I, not going to lie. I just murdered a whole family because, you know, yeah. they didn't pay their drug tab or whatever the fuck they yeah. do. Or yeah. they threatened to go to the police. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I know how I look. Yeah. But you would think that law enforcement would respond differently. You would think. And responsibly to guys. So, you know, if a guy... Right. It, it's, it should be more widely accepted that guys... Number one, that we have emotions. Right. True. You know? True. I'm a pretty macho guy. I cry. You do. You know? I've um, done I've done yeah. it on episodes. You because have. fucking... I can't handle the kid aspect most of the time. No, but, I mean, you kind of got a little <laughs> emotional on our Tuesday episode. Last... Yesterday's episode. That was, that, that was just being pissed. Oh. <laughs> I was just pissed and frustrated. I wasn't even going to be crying. I just, I really want to track those two fuckers down and just mutilate them. Um, With but, bear flyers? Uh, yes. And like I said, a nice pick down their pee hole. Because I'm just, Ooh, they just disgust That'd be worse than a wire hanger. Oh, yeah. Down their pee hole. That'd be Harvey. just fun. Yeah. <laughs> Good old catheter. Um, but, uh, yeah, there, there's a stigma that, that's attached to guys that we all need to be macho. And if you're not macho, guess what? You must be gay. Right. And you know what? You don't have to be macho all the time. And 
you can be not macho and not gay. Right. It's an amazing True. fucking thing. But it's just, even in 2021, mm-hmm. people don't fucking get it. Right. They don't fucking get it. Right. Well, and even in 2021, to take it to another level, too, because, I mean, I have a friend who, um, he's at more than one friend. This one just happens to be gay. Anyways. Oh, you're one gay friend? Okay, no, go <laughs> That's ahead. That's what I meant. That's what I was trying so to So let get me at. understand. I just want to make sure this right. You have one black friend and you have one gay friend. And now you know Maritza. So you have one Mexican friend. Oh, I see. You're, you're, you're balancing it. So that way they're... Okay, I understand. You're just getting one of every color, like the whole rainbow there. No, dude. Okay, no, I, I, I'm no, picking up what you thought. I hear you chirping, Big Bird. More than that. Anywho, he was talking about a situation one time where he was in a domestic violence re- situation where his neighbors called the police because they heard the sounds of assault coming from their apartment. And when the, neighbor, when the police showed up, they were like, well, we don't know who to arrest because you're both dudes. And he goes, um, I'm the one that's obviously victimized. And the guy goes, but you're a guy. Yeah. And you know what I mean? So it wasn't just the fact that he was gay, but he was a male. Yeah. And they didn't know how to do with that. Yeah. You know, uh, the way that says, and before I go on with this, and then we'll get on with the story. Um, you know, not all of you do this, but I'm just saying the vast majority. Right. This is true. I mean. Guys never get raped. Guys never get victimized. Guys, um, you know, they, they, they never get molested. Right. They, they, they never have domestic violence where they're the victim. Yeah. That never happens. And that's the way society views us guys. And True. when you're a big guy like me. That's double. It, uh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Like, seriously, I could have a woman come in here and beat me with a lead pipe mm-hmm. and the cops will show up and they're going to look at me going, oh, well, obviously he's trying, he tried to assault her. That's exactly what happened. So she grabbed the pipe and hit him herself. Yeah. yeah. Even if she was sitting there doing a, a, a and had coal. no fucking marks on her whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Even if she was doing a coal saying, no, I'm right here. I assaulted him 100%. I'm at fault. They'd be like, ma'am, it's okay. We're going to get you to a safe place. Yeah. And we're going to get you away from this guy. And then they're going to take me into a hospital and they're going to handcuff me to a bed and I'm going to get to go to jail. Yeah. They're going to take you to the hospital as they're fucking tossing you in the bed. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I I, honestly, it sounds like a joke, but that's that's just the facts of it. You know, when you when you look like me, Mm -hmm. you know, and and you're you're a guy, you're the last one that they ever will stick up for. To say that, yeah, this person was victimized. Right. Right. No. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So anyways, um, then it was even a, it was a couple weeks before the murder that she sent that tweet about, this is all I want in life, a reason for all this pain. Um, her YouTube account featured several videos of her and her brothers. Is there something wrong with my mic? No. Oh. Okay. With her and her brothers, mostly just engaging in horseplay or mimicking jackass stunts. Okay? All right. But there is one in particular that they say is kind of disturbing, which I've, I'm i going to explain it here in a minute. But to me, I'd have done that to my brother in a heartbeat. <laughs> okay. okay? Because I grew up on a farm. Anyways, uh, in it, okay, it's titled Idiots Getting Electrocuted by an Electric Fence. Okay, in it, she and her two younger brothers are standing in front of an electric fence. 
Okay, she gives the camera a grin and grabs the fence as she grimaces. Well aware of the pain it causes, she nonetheless convinces her younger twin brothers, who were nine at the time, and the screen ad, screen reads, this is where it gets good. This is where we see my brothers get hurt. They actually dutifully follow along and handle this thing, and they're ending up on the floor, half laughing, half shuddering. I'd have done that in a heartbeat. I, yeah. I I've, just said you probably did do that to your brothers. I've done that to friends. Have you? Oh, I, yeah. Well, you know, and the only reason why I say I know I would have done that is because I convinced my brother after a pl- after putting a cr- live crawdad on an electric fence and watching it shake, I go, yeah, but you know what? The weird thing is, is you can pee an electric fence and it's I'm like, it's the same story, yeah. best fucking, I mean, it just does, you know, I didn't say it, you know, did things to him. I said, this is what, you know, something awesome, right? So he pees on it, and next thing I know, he's on the ground, and I'm laughing my ass up as he has piss everywhere. I've done that to my friends when I used to, uh, when we used to go camping and rock climbing. Oh, yeah. And, and doing a lot of hiking. We came across an electric fence. and oh, I I'm kept, sure you did. We were pretty close to where the switch was, because oh, okay. we could hear it buzzing. And I'm talking to one of my buddies. I can't remember who it was. It might have been my friend Mike. And I, and I go, no, dude, you can't electrocute yourself by peeing on an electric fence. That's a, you know, it's a, oh, yeah, dude, it's a myth. It's a myth. I you know, mm-hmm. grew up on a fucking farm. You, you could do it. It's, it's, they're full of shit. And he did it. And he was on the ground. And we never laughed so much. I, I laughed so much. I almost peed on the electric fence because I was laughing so damn hard. <laughs> you were laughing so hard. Oh, but yeah. And I almost decapitated myself with an electric fence, too. I haven't told you that story, but that's yeah, for well, another day. We'll get to that one later. <laughs> but anyways, so when Elizabeth Olton left to go home, this is her confession, Okay. When Elizabeth Olden left to go home, she'd been playing with Alyssa's half-sister, who lived just a few doors down. Wait a minute. That sister can't be alive. Because she's only half? She's only half. Fuck off. Where's the other half of her? Fuck off, Scott. I'm just asking. I got questions. As in, same mother and or father, different other. Oh, so she probably has ADD. All different dads. Okay, cool. (laughs) Or maybe she had an all different ma- mom. They had the same dad, but a different mom. Gotcha. I was sitting there. How are twins born or whatever without different? That's okay, no, it's cool. Anyways, so the six-year-old, which is Bustamante's half sister, and the nine-year-old pals hung out a lot. And then when Olton started her journey home, she was allegedly diverted by Bustamante, who called her on her cell phone. Mm-hmm. And redirected her back to the house. Okie dokie. Yeah. So allegedly, Bustamante then led Olton into the woods. And Olton, who's afraid of the dark, would have trusted the older uh, teen because it was her best friend's sister. That makes sense, yeah. Uh, Because they played together and they were friends. But Olton couldn't have anticipated that she would be brutal brutally killed slashed across the throat and then have her arms oh slashed across her neck and her arms and then fatally stabbed jesus christ yeah um where what oh because i have a bunch of places where i have no spaces here and it's bugging me um the young girl's body was found in a grave and boost money admitted to actually digging two graves 
a week before the murder. Holy shit, talking about premeditation. Yeah, giving rise to speculation that her twin brothers were the original intended victims. Holy fuck, that's Which jacked. Which is possible. But a detail from the press conference gave people further pause when Cole County Prosecutor Mark Richardson was asked why there were two graves and whether one or both graves had been used for Elizabeth, he said only, no, I can't tell you that right now. Hmm. So that gave even more cause that, oh my God, there were two graves, probably for her brothers. What did she do with Elizabeth? That's what I would think, yeah. Yeah. So the autopsy revealed that Olton had been strangled, her throat and wrists had been slashed, and then she was stabbed. Um, Missouri State Highway Patrol Sergeant David Rice said that Bustamante's motive was simple and terrifying. Ultimately, Rice told the AP that he, she stated she wanted to know what it felt like. Oh, fuck. I just wanted to know what it felt like. Okay. Let's see here. After the murders, though, a friend of Bustamante's came forward saying that you know, she had told her that she wanted to know what committing murder felt like. Okay? Okay. Jennifer, the friend, went on a St. Louis TV news program on KMOV. K-Move. <laughs> I bet you that's exactly what it is, too. K-Move with the big cows. <laughs> shut up. She says, I was at her party and she kind of just... At her party, and she kind of just took me off to the side randomly. And she's like, you know, I wonder what it would be like to kill somebody. Because I guess she was mad at one of her friends there. But it just seemed kind of strange, Meyer said. Okay. And then she goes on to say, but you wouldn't logically think one of your friends would kill somebody. Which is true. Let's face it. That's a teenager. I would think that my friends would kill people. As a I had teenager, some... Scott? Yeah, probably. Yeah, no. You've hung up with me. I mean, <laughs> let's not talk about my teenage friends. <laughs> oh, yeah, we could. <laughs> no, dude. No, I'm just kidding. No, I know. That'll be one of my teenage friends is next Friday's episode. <laughs> um, What are you doing? That's your business. Keep going. Dude, you're weird. Oh, are you looking to see if there's a mount place? I knew this. You were doing something weird. So, distressingly enough, though, there had been other teenage girl murderers, correct? Correct. I mean, we've had Alyssa, Bu- if Alyssa, Alyssa Bustamante would have been convicted, I mean, if she were convicted at the time, um, she'd have joined some famous ranks. I mean, let's not even talk about Mary Bell. Then True. there's a bunch of other ones that um, I think I'm going to feature, so I'm not even going to mention them right now. So, still, a female offender as young as she is, is rare enough that had it been ruled that she would be tried as a minor, they wouldn't have had the right facilities to handle a convicted violent female underage criminal. Oh, shit. Yeah. She would have likely been put in solitary confinement. You know. Yeah. Uh, But it seems that she might not have even had a fighting chance. At all when it came to make anything of herself. Um, But then again, you and I have grew up from other, you know, from horrible means. So her mom was a teen mom. 
Okay. okay. And had committed some pre- petty crimes involving drug possession. And she had been arrested for a DWI. And her father actually was in jail serving a 10-year sentence for assault. But then you and I have overcome some pretty. Yeah, but you have to want to change yourself. This is true, too. So you don't follow that same path. And I was sometimes say so. But then she was only 15. She didn't know how at the time. And sometimes you're in your fucking later years, like past mm-hmm. 30 years in your adult years, when you finally find a way to make that full change. True. So I can't falter for that. Yes. You're right, though. Um, so she was actually living under the watchful eye of a guardian uh, since she was approximately seven years old, which were her grandparents. Oh. Which we all know grandparents don't really know Jack about Jack. That is true. You know, because my mom, back when my nephew came to live with us when he started acting out when he lived with his parent, his dad and stepmom. I would discipline him. My mom would let him do whatever the fuck he wanted. You know what I mean? It's right. Like, that made no sense. So she was part of a religious household, though, and had a reputation as a good student. But her psychological difficulties uh, seemingly became a little bit too hard for her to overcome. Oh, okay. You know, her internal pain continued in the days following the murder. Um, oh crap. Where was I? Just a minute. I have, I'm sorry. I'll forgive you. No, because I had like this big old page gap and I couldn't find it where my shit was. Um, let's see. Her internal pain continued in the days following the murder. Once it was determined that she was to be tried as an adult, she became distraught and had to be moved to the uh, Hawthorne Children's Psychiatric Hospital for evaluation. Um, She tried to cut herself and express suicidal thoughts. Um, They even cut her nails because she had tried using them to cut herself. Holy shit. Which I have seen on lockup with guys doing. Uh, Later, she was ordered by the judge of the Fulton State Hospital. Later, she was ordered by the judge to go to Fulton State Hospital for evaluation. Um, There, the state lawyer also introduced a motion to move the trial. He cited some comments from news articles, blogs, Facebook, my page, that MySpace, you mean? Huh? You meant space, right? That's what I meant. Did I say my page? You did. Facebook and MySpace. Why did I say my page? I don't know. Anywho, whatever. I'm surprised I didn't say my book. <laughs> um, Sit on my Facebook? Fuck <laughs> My Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> they basically um, said they were t- local townspeople that ex Goriate? What is that word? I, I have it here, but I think it's because I forgot to fuck it. I don't know if I misspelled it or if I was going to put definition um, and I forgot to. So let me copy it and figure out what that word means. Um, I just think it's weird that I have a word that I don't even know what means in there. It means...
Oh. Okay, it meant that they were going to damage or remove part of her skin. Sorry. That's gross. I think that's why I had it in there because it kind of went along with the whole mutilation that, you know, the whole cutting and shit. Um, in the meantime, in the online world, though, she was already convicted and hanged. Um, you know, so basically she was found guilty in the court of public opinion. Um, people actually wrote things like, and I'm quoting, what is a shame? What is a shame is that the murderer did not die when she tried to commit suicide when she, in, uh, as she tried to do in 2007. Um, then they said, from what I've heard, this girl has had mental problems for some time and has seen counselors or someone in the past, blah, 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 either deport her or send her to the gas chamber, obviously, because her name was Bustamante, right? Yeah, that's right. Deport her. One less sicko wasting our tax dollars, <laughs> even though she was a fucking U.S. citizen. That irritates me. So she says. Really? You're going to go with alleged there? Allegedly. Are you going to, are you, are you coming out? Miss Tabby. I knew it. Even I have the one black friend. I know what you are all about. Do you have one Jewish friend too? I do. I have one Jewish friend What's and one his black name? one. His name is Walters. Walters. That's right. He's a very good Jew. Is he the one in Scott's head? He is, but we're not talking right now. No. It is your fault, Miss Tammies. Why is it my fault? Because you talked about Mr. Mengele. And now uh, Walter is very upset at me uh, because of the things that you said. And things it, that I said or the things you said? No, the things, it was you. Okay. You, you Jew sympathizer. You. Now he was reminded of Auschwitz. Oh, yeah. Was he there? He was not there, but he had family that went there. And it is your fault that he is now upset at me. He that he knows you were there, too. He won't even play cards with me or have tea, Tommy. I'm sorry. These are your fault things. You, you did this, Tommy. Maybe I offered to give him some... You're done talking. Jägermeister. You're done talking. I'm sorry. Can you ask Scott if he has his coffee fluid over there? You sympathizers. You deserve no coffees. I just want the fluid. You don't even deserve to I'm be sorry. a special experiment. Oh. Now back. Get back in your cell, Jew sympathizer. I'm not in a cell. You deserve to be in one. <laughs> and then be put in the showers. I thought you liked me, Dieter. I did until you made Walter upset to me. I'm sorry. Do I need to apologize to Walter? Thank you. And this is why I don't have anybody who plays the cards with me anymore. Klaus. Nobody likes you. Keep talking. <laughs> so anyways, meanwhile, Elizabeth Olton got the funeral she deserved. That of a princess. Okay. There was a horse-drawn carriage that carried her casket to the cemetery where her friends and family wore her favorite color of paint. This was the little yeah. girl right now. Oh, that's fucked up, man. I know. I mean, it's fucked up, but, you know, she got something. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. It's hard for me to explain because I 
am only playing devil's advocate when it comes to you defending little fucking Alyssa Bustamante. I'm not defending her. I'm just no, trying I to No, I mean, give... when you're saying, not defending her actions, but when you're when we're talking about her now, before, you know, about her self-mutilation and how people assume that she was a bad person. Well, because what she did was horrible. Right. It was exactly. terrible, it was, terrible, terrible, no, terrible. There's no condoning that ever. Yeah, but. And we said that with fucking Austin Sig, too. Sadly, we all and change. Not Austin Sig, but Joshua Phillips. Joshua Phillips was shouldn't even shouldn't have been put in prison in the first place. Right, but we don't condone his actions. I don't condone his actions on hiding the body. Right. Or anything like that or even directly killing her, but you have to understand where he's coming from. You're coming from a place where you're having the shit beat out of you every yeah. fucking day. Right. You know? But I mean, but like I said, I mean, I'm only saying that because I know from personal experience that People make bad choices. I have never killed anybody personally. That she will admit. Shut up, asshole. I'm just saying it. You, you. You're still alive, are you not? <sighs> Carry on. Carry on, Miss Diamonds. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Jewish sympathizer. <laughs> Anywho. You know what I mean? So it's like, I understand, but I do understand that it's like, you know, a lot of emphasis was always put on how horrible she was. You know what I mean? Right. So my whole thing is, is we have to realize also that A, somebody died and (coughs) she deserved to have a good burial. And that's why, you know. But to my counterpoint to that, and this is something that's just really hit me really in the last few weeks. We've been talking about root cause. True. And everybody points at the outcome, mm-hmm. but nobody points out the root cause. True. This is true. This is true. And I think that should be taken into account in, in all cases. Mm-hmm. And absolutely every murder trial should be able to look at the root cause. True. You know, especially when it comes to a young adult that's only 15 years old. I was going to say, because we started this conversation back when we'd feature Joshua Phillips. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's go with Joshua. Yeah. Which I still want to, I want to contact him. Right. I mean, I have the letter. Even just to talk to him. Cause I, I, yeah. I, his story just intrigues me. You know, okay. If we look at the outcome, the outcome was right, right, right. he killed a little girl they normally plays with all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. He hit her body. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a felony. Mm-hmm. That's, that's murder. Okay? We understand that. Right. But would he have done the same thing if he was in a household that was totally different? Yeah. Like if he had very supportive parents and his dad was an alcoholic, wasn't beating the shit out of him all the time, right. wasn't violent. Would it, and I don't they believe. They understood if a child made a mistake. Right. That yeah. where a kid can actually be a kid. Right. And right. sit there and, you know, as a parent, you sit him down and go, hey, look, this is where you fucked right. up. You know, this is how we're going to, this is, you know, you're going to get disciplined for this. But it's not something like I'm going to like beat the shit out of you type right. of thing. See, and I always had a rule. Even though I did spank my son, I spanked my son maybe three times his entire fucking life. Um, and I mean, need to make it clear, I didn't beat him. I swatted him. Okay. That's so she doesn't get brought up on later charges. Whatever. They can't bring me up now. He's 21. Anyways. Statue of Limitations, Junior. Run, um, Bullfrog. Run. <laughs> right? Anyways, what I'm trying to say is... um. I always told my son 
that if you come to me, if you've done anything, come to me and be honest with me. And we can figure this out. But, you know, and chances are, yes, you might get in trouble for what you did. But it'll be worse if I find out you did it later and you lied to me. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Well, I can dig that, yeah. So it's like my son's, ne- I mean, to this day, he doesn't lie to me. I can straight up ask him any question. That kid will be brutally honest. So let's, let's look at so, the root cause, what's happened with Alyssa, though. Right. Okay. Mom, you said mom was like an alcoholic or some shit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dad's a criminal. Yep. Not the best. Her mom was a teenage alcoholic who and drug addict. Yeah. Yeah. Not the best ed- environment. And, and her dad was in jail. Yeah. And me knowing the effects of what drugs and alcohol did to me and to several of my friends. Right. You're not the most supportive person to the people that you absolutely adore. You're not the most supportive person. Right. So she's not getting she's not getting raised in an environment that's nurturing. True. And and educational. True. And I don't mean educational on the scholastic level, but educational as how to react to different types of stimuli. Like, like if you get angry, okay, difference being, if somebody who's raised in a, in a supportive family where they know how to deal with their anger, mm-hmm. okay, so let's say that um, supportive uh, child A, we'll call him Bob, because I like the mm-hmm. name Bob, um, he knows that when he gets angry, he can look at his family and go, hey guys, look, I'm getting really pissed off. I'm going to go outside, I'm going to take a quick walk, and I'm going to come home, and then we'll address it. Right. Which is how I handle things now. Right. Okay? Now let's go to the flip side. Kid B, who's raised like Alyssa was, he doesn't have that education. He doesn't know that, hey, when I feel, when I feel this way or that, there's ways I can, I can get comfort and calm myself back down by doing X, Y, and Z. Right. And she doesn't have that skill set. Right. Because that was never taught to her. Correct. So, yeah, she did something horrible. But to the flip side, the, the root problem is not ever being taught that skill set. True. And we live in a society where the government's not going to step. No, nobody's going to really step in and say, this is how you have to raise your kid. Because she's not being abused. Right. Mom, and when, yeah. Well, mom and dad's not. Did start getting in trouble for possession of drugs and the DUI. She was sent to go live with her grandparents. Right, but there's so, no, there's, there's no. It doesn't sound like there's any history of sexual abuse right. or, or physical abuse right. or mental abuse um, on on a grand scheme. There's just the fact of that it's bad parenting. Right, and there's no law that says that you have to be a good parent. True. There's no law that says it's illegal to be a bad parent. This is and, true. And not teach your kid these skills. Right. Because actually, I had a cop tell my son, the only thing your mama has to give you is a roof over your head, clothes on your back, and food in your stomach. Pretty much, yeah. Other than that, you don't have to have a bed. Yeah, pretty much. You know, you don't have to have a gourmet meal. She could give you toast and eggs or cereal, and that's a meal. Yeah, exactly. You know, so that's all you really are required are guaranteed in life. So then I want everybody to ask yourselves a question. Would Alyssa Bustamante have had done the same crime, killing that little girl, if she had had 
A support system. Yeah, a good support system. Yeah. And I'm not even saying mom and dad. I don't even believe. No, anybody. I don't even. That she trusted. I don't believe that, that the traditional family is the is always no, the way to go. Like, you don't always need mom and dad in there and the 2.5 kids and the white picket fence is bullshit. It's bullshit. That's 1950s bullshit. This is true. Sometimes you can have one parent in your home. True. You know, and there's other times that, you know, you can be raised by your grandparents and then they do an okay job. Or I was going to say, my son is raised by a single mom and his grandmother and he has not been in jail or in trouble. So. Shit. Cool. You know but, what um, I mean? I'm not saying that he's the fucking greatest because he didn't get a job till he's 21. So they're they're trying a 15 year old exactly who has a 15 year old brain mm-hmm. and less than stellar parenting. True. To teach her so the way. There's not saying. I mean, so therefore you can't guarantee that she had the you know the right and wrongs. So, who taught your kid how to eat with a fork? I do. Actually, when I handed him the fork, I'm not the one that taught him how to drink out of a cup, though. I'll admit that. <laughs> but he's, or pee in the toilet. I'll bet that you are the one who taught him how to do that by him watching you. Could fair be. enough. Is well, that fair? The only reason why I don't take credit for that is because my, my son is a rarity. He went to a daycare provider who was actually a really good friend of mine's mom who um, had custody of her grandchildren. Okay. And so her grandson, my son kind of looked up to him because it's an older boy, you know. So my son, other than his binky that he sucked on until he was almost 18 months old, um, he wasn't even a year old when he gave up his damn bottle. He wasn't even like 14 months old when he gave up the sippy cup. Okay, Well, there's a reason for all these questions. So... Who taught your kid how to watch TV? Me. Okay, yeah, because you watch TV with them, right? Watch some cartoons. Oh, yeah. I still watch or cartoons. Or horror movies. Or horror movies, yeah. That's not... <laughs> Who taught your kid how to talk? Oh, yeah, totally me. And I wouldn't tolerate baby talk. And there's a reason why I, I mention all these things. Kids learn specific personality traits and skills oh, yeah. by observation. Yeah, he was calling me mini-me, so... So... The the external stimuli that mm. Alyssa's getting is a drug-induced teenage mom who's an alcoholic. Right. And a dad a, who's in jail. A dad who's in jail. So not present. So you have to ask yourself, who is Alyssa's mom hanging out with? Well, I'm pretty sure it's not the deacon from the church. I'm not saying that they're always great because fucking I hate organized organized religion. But I bet you she's not hanging out with with Brad and Patricia who, you know, who have uh, maybe not the best life, but they're decent people. They're not drug addicts. She's hanging out with other junkies. Right. Birds of a feather flock together. Well, and then she didn't move in with her mother or her grandparents until she was nine. So at nine years old, she's... Hanging out with grandma and grandpa. Mm-hmm. And grandparents are grandparents. They and want to spoil their kids. I so know. There's, there's lack make, of structure. I was going to say, I know I'll make this. I make this <laughs> assumption late. I mean, this parallel later. But I think I will bring it up now. Is that she killed a nine-year-old, Scott. A nine-year-old who had a good family. There you go. Was she killing the child she wished she could have been? 
Now, we're going to have to have a whole episode about that one. Jesus I know, right? That's a whole new episode. But no, I bring that up. It's like, let's look at that. Yeah, you know, there. she only knows how to deal with what she's feeling. Mm-hmm. As a teenager. And she could have been envious of this nine-year-old little girl mm-hmm. who was nine years old because she was put in a in to live with her grandparents at age nine because of the way her mother was. Was she envious of the life that this little nine-year-old girl had? Yeah, no, and, and that is a good point, because I have a story about that, and this is going to be a long fucking episode because of my mouth, but, um, so, I had a good friend in high school, his name was uh, Frederick Ryan I was going to say, Fred? Fred. I know Fred. Fred. I don't know Fred, but I've heard of Fred. So. Is he still alive? Have you talked to him? I haven't talked to him in fucking forever. I got to get a hold of him again. But anywho's. As, as him and I were in high school together and, and kind of growing up, we actually found out that um, our, our shop, one of our shop teachers named Jim Wilcox was his uncle. And he didn't know it until yeah, later? no fucking idea because him and his dad weren't really close. Oh. It wasn't until his dad started dying of cancer that they got close. Oh, okay. And Mr. Wilcox was... Was he awesome? He, is the mo- he was the best teacher oh, ever. Oh, okay. Because I had an awesome shop teacher teacher too missing a finger but awesome <laughs> fucking amazing guy man um right. and he was a teacher at uh, at la mirada high school in la mirada california right and um so mr wilcox knew the shit that was going down at my house like it was just fucking horrible right for me and uh so one one time he comes uh, fred's at my house he comes to pick up fred and uh takes me with him to his house and we all have dinner together with his family Oh, and I was and that's before Fred even knew that. No, this is when Fred already knew. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and uh, I was so envious of his family because he has a good family, right? You know, not Fred's family, but Mr. Wilcox's family, right. Jim's family. Um, really, really great people, right? And so you're looking at Alyssa. I think there's yeah, probably a lot of jealousy in there. Yeah, as well, you know. Yeah, because like I said, I brought that up. It's Fuck, I mean, that's deep shit. Okay. Think about that while I finish my episode. Yeah, we got to start finishing on an awesome shit because it's okay. already like fucking five o'clock. I'm going to oh, turn to a pumpkin. And we still have two episodes to go today. But anyways, so Alyssa gave some reasoning behind her murders. Um, she'd been, she seeing that she finally had the opportunity to kill, took it. Um, she grabbed Elizabeth Olton, beat her, strangled her, and then finally she stabbed her and slit her throat. Uh, she then dumped her body into one of the graves she had dug the week before in the nearby wooded area. Uh, even though the police searched for the little girl in that area, um, they found no trace of her. They, they, when they pinged Elizabeth's cell phone, and though it showed the location as being the woods where the body lay, the police searched that area without locating her or the cell phone. Um, in the end... Um, after a letter led police to Alyssa, she confessed. It was Alyssa herself who led police to the grave where the body of the brutally slain girl was buried. Um, the why in this case is simple, yet really complicated. The simple explanation given by Alyssa herself was that she wanted to know what it felt like to kill someone. Mm-hmm. The psychological implications of that statement are obvious normal mentally stable people even if they have ever wondered that question question themselves do not actually commit a murder in order to find out are you sure i have never done it have you 
Continue. That's what I thought. Dieter. <laughs> what made Alyssa take d- decide to satisfy her curiosity? That answer is a little complicated. As usual, it's a case of hindsight. There are clues and warning signs that something was not okay. Um, Alyssa showed signs of psychological problems in the past. She had attempted suicide numerous times. And she was on medication for depression. She had been given both inpatient and outpatient psychiatric care and her last, after her last suicide. She was a cutter, someone who generally deals with emotional pain by cutting or inflicting pain on themselves or self-mutilating. Mm-hmm. And her best friend claims Alyssa had once told her that she wondered what it'd be like to kill somebody. Okay? She had many online accounts, but it was noted on her YouTube account in particular that she listed her hobbies as killing and cutting. Her YouTube account also had what police considered some disturbing home movies, including the one where we just talked about with her brothers. Um, before the clip involving her brothers, though, she wrote, writes, this is where it gets good. This is where my brothers gets hurt. Okay. After, in addition, neither Alyssa's parents were around and Alyssa was in the care of her grandparents. Alyssa was born to a teenage mother with a criminal record and drug possession. And her father was in prison for the assault we talked about. Therefore, Alyssa was described as violent, depressed, and angry. Okay? Makes sense. Yeah. None of these things are an excuse for murder, but we as a society have to question whether something should have been done before this happened. And something should have. However, there's nothing that says you've got to be a good parent. This is true. However, she was going to counseling at this point, too. She had received inpatient. She was receiving outpatient. Should not have counselor stepped in. If a counselor knew. But how forthcoming are you going to be? True. Okay. Knowing that they have to report any future crimes. And you got to think about her home life. True. She's got... How supportive do you think her mother was? True. Now... I'm going to venture to say probably not very supportive. That's just True. a guess. I might be wrong. I mean, she might have been one of the junkies that, that loved their kids and tried to be super supportive. You know, but chances are probably not. Yeah. Then grandma and grandpa wanting to do the right thing, take on the kids because mom's in jail. Right. So this is a new burden upon them in a way. They may not have acted that way. But it's 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 a new it's a change in their dynamic, right? And I bet you in their head they're going, I wonder when Alyssa's going to wind up knocked up because oh, it happened to mom. A, yeah, you know. So, yeah. or on drugs. We we have to ask ourselves what was the dynamic. With the grandparents as well, because obviously they're, they're, if she was abused and she would have said, I was abused, you know, grandpa grabbed my ass or whatever, um, which is what a lot of teenage girls say about me. Um, but <laughs> I love that look. <coughs> um, but uh, it could have been just little slight things like, well, we just hope that you don't wind up on dope and pregnant like your mother, you know, right. things like that. That's going to affect her. Right. And you're a teenager, you've got all these new hormones into your body that you don't know what the fuck to do with. Right. 
you know, you, you've got a lot going on. You're already depressed. You've got met, you've already got so much going on. And you're 15 years old. Right. You know, you got to kind of take all that into consideration. Right. And the police did speculate that she dug the two graves because she did plan on killing her brothers because of the video that she posted on YouTube about torturing them. Yeah, could be. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, but instead she grabbed the opportunity to kill Elizabeth when it presented itself. Um, Yeah, victim of opportunity. Right. Um, While there are no corroborated, there have been no corroboration by Alyssa. Of this allegation, the question of where there were two graves dug is an interesting one. Um, I think maybe, I don't know. It's hard for me to explain, but I mean, I don't know. Because she did have a history of suicide as well. So was she planning on icing herself, icing herself, st- herself yeah, too? I was going to ask that like question. laying yeah. in that other grave. You know. She was arrested um, and charged with first-degree murder in the death of Alyssa, I mean, excuse me, Elizabeth Olton. Um, She appeared in court on November 17, 2009, uh, where the judge ruled that she should be tried as an adult um, despite her confession and leading the police to Elizabeth's body, she entered a plea of not guilty, which is common. Yeah, that's, okay. that's what most attorneys recommend. Yeah, because it gives them time to build a defense. Yeah, it builds a little bit of leeway. Right, yeah. exactly. She's being she was being held without a bond, obviously. And while she was in custody, it was reported that she tried to harm herself by cutting herself with her own fingernails. We kind of talked about that. Correct. And it is said that she had been exhibiting signs of anxiety and severe depression and had been under suicide watch for a while. Due to a motion filed by her lawyer, she has was remanded to a psychiatric institution to undergo an evaluation and receive immediate psychiatric treatment. So the trial started on May 16th of 2011 and has been set for Alyssa Bustamante. And I think it's because I have that on. Oh, here we go. After previous ish, issues delayed her trial, she... Set to face the murder charges with a trial due to start January 30th of 2012. Instead, she ended up pleading guilty to a, to the lesser charge of secondary murder and armed criminal action. Okay. Okay. Those and, aren't those aren't death penalty. Exactly. Offenses. So yeah, that, I was just gonna say it's, it's it's the smartest move that her attorney could have said. Yeah, pretty much. That's in my opinion because I know very little about law, but yeah. Uh, you know, that, that, that takes her out of a capital crime yeah, and just puts her down into where the, it takes that death penalty off the table. Right. Exactly. And then her defense team tried to, because um, by then, eight, Alyssa's 18 years old. Okay. Okay. So her defense team tried to offer excuses as to what would cause her to do this, including the fact that she was on antidepressant Prozac at the time. As being a contributor, which I don't see that. It could be uh, different things. Affect, like, I've talked to some people, because I'm on Wellbutrin. I was going to say, that oh, can't take Wellbutrin. Well, I can't take it because it causes me to, like, blow the fuck up. You can literally mm-hmm. sneeze, and I'll fucking bite your head off. Yeah, I was talking to my tattoo guy who does all my mm-hmm. ink. Uh, his uh, his wife, at the time, 
Uh, and uh, we were talking about that, and she said, yeah, I can't be on Wellbutrin mm-hmm. because it makes me into a raging bitch. Oh, I, I am a raging bitch. So it might be the same with Prozac. That's true. You I, know? But, I, I mean, I've never heard, like, that kind of with, with Prozac before, but I could be wrong. Isn't that what you take? You took? I took. I don't take it anymore because I want my dick to work. I was going to say, isn't that what made you have a soft Peter? Yeah. Not salt Peter. Soft Peter. Yeah, soft Peter. I don't know. Okay. Fuck that. And that, once again, if you're a doctor listening to this, if you're going to prescribe something like Prozac, fire a fucking warning shot. Don't just leave us out there to go, hey, why isn't my dick working anymore? Fucking fire and tell it. Hey, this is a side effect that could happen. Right. That's, I've well, never been more terrified in my life. Right. And they're contributing. I mean, like I said, they're trying to contribute to the fact that she had that suicide attempt and they increased her dosage two exactly two weeks prior to the murder, which is right okay. around the time she built, dug those graves. Okay. No, I can see that. That's a yeah. good call. I would yeah. too. Yeah. So, good call. I mean, I am seeing where they're getting the connection. Yeah. So they recounted a family history of drug abuse, suicide attempts, and mental disorders, and said that her mother had abandoned her and her father was in prison to explain the mental state Alyssa was in um, when she brutally murdered this girl. Which all makes sense. Yeah. So psychologists actually described Alyssa as psychologically damaged and severely emotionally disturbed. Uh, I agree. They testified that she suffered from major depression, and also suffered from borderline personality disorder, which is a psychopathic personality structure, secondary psychopaths, structure, secondary psychopaths that is characterized by chronic feelings of emptiness, interpersonal relationship difficulties, black or white thinking, oh my God, suicidal, homicidal ideation, instability of moods, which swing and rotate from intense extremes of anxieties, a hopeless depressiveness, and irritability, inappropriate displays of anger, identity disturbance, severely impaired ability to empathize, severe impulsivity, self-harm, exceptional manipulation, behavior, and tactics, lying, even compulsive, or pathological lying in some cases, pathological narcissism. I mean, the list goes on. Wow, almost sounds like you a little bit with a fits of anger and all kinds of shit. God damn. Side note, I was diagnosed with borderline personality until they did even more psychological testing on me. Then they said she's just psychotic. Okay, continue. Shut up. You're a this week you have the longest fucking episodes. Jesus Christ. I can't help it. I really can't. Four um, score and seven years ago. I'm like literally this. almost done if you give me two minutes and stop making fucking those fucking <laughs> moose ears over there. What? what are you talking about? I think that you're you seeing look like things. fucking bullwinkle. I do not. I'm not doing anything. Jake. Speak up. Tell them. Oh, now you're going to play See no, Speak No Evil Monkey over there? Fucking monkey with a fucking fork in his hand. <laughs> That's forked up, man. <laughs> um, they also um, listed her previous attempts and all of her self-harm that included over 300 cuts on her body. See, all that should be taken right. into consideration. Exactly. Even with... When considering the duration of her well, imprisonment. Yeah, and she even had self-inflicted cigarette burns, uh, which were most disturbing. And the most damning evidence presented was a journal entry that Alyssa made in her diary after the murder. She wrote, 
I strangled them and slit their throat and stabbed them. Now they're dead. I don't know how I feel at the mo ATM at the moment. It was amazing. As soon as you get over the, oh my God, I can't do this feeling. It's pretty enjoyable. I kind of, I'm kind of nervous and shaky though right now. Okay. I got to go to church now. LOL. She knew she needed Jesus. Just like you and Jake. I don't go to church. You should. Just not the Catholic but church. But you know what I mean? So it's like, so they, the prosecution used that. Okay, but at the same time, that doesn't sound very sane. Nothing about this sounds sane. Yeah. I mean, she's cutting herself multiple times. She's giving herself cigarette burns. She's putting the stuff in her journal. This is somebody who needs severe psychiatric care. Yeah. And rehabilitation. That's just my opinion on it. Right. And it happened, like I said, she's 15 fucking years old. Right. This is true. So after days of a very emotional testimony, Elizabeth, I'm uh, not Elizabeth, Alyssa cried for the first time in two years. Okay, good. Um, it's while the prosecution was making their plea to the judge to give her a life sentence. She'd been staring at the floor um, while prosecution recounted a crime, then she broke down when grandparents got upset and stormed out of the courtroom. Her grandparents. They were not the only ones to have an emotional breakdown. After the judge's announcement that he would hand down a sentence the next day, the grandmother of the victim yelled out, I think Alicia should get out of jail the same day Elizabeth gets out of her grave. Brutal. Which I can understand. That's a family member of the victim. I can I can understand, but nobody's right. taking into consider into consideration all the other shit. They're just looking at the crime. Right. But then on February eighth of twenty twelve, Alyssa gave a final statement before the judge handed down her sentence. Um, she said, "If I could give my life to bring her back, I would." Alyssa addressed the court. You know. While family members of her victim, nine-year-old Elizabeth, wept. Um, then she says, I just want to say I'm sorry for what happened. I'm so sorry. She was then sentenced to life imprisonment with the possibility of parole. Now, I read somewhere that she's up for parole in like 2044. Which, will be dead. But I won't. That's like in 20-some years. Yeah, still be alive. You think so? Oh, yeah. Whatever, dude. It's not like you live a completely healthy lifestyle. Don't have to. Then why will you still be alive? Are you immortal, Scott? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't dying. Not even if I kill you? <laughs> not even if you kill me. Can I kill you? You could try. <laughs> Little girl. <laughs> Little girl. I got no. free Wi-Fi in my truck. Get in here. <laughs> yeah, no. Anyways. But, you know, so, you know, like I said, I mean... We made it very clear that how we feel, whether this is nature or nurture. Um, we've also thrown out some possibilities here. However, I didn't ask you this. Oh. Do you think she would have killed again? Considering she did have the two graves. Or do you think that that was just... I... God, I fucking hate saying this, but yeah, I really think she would have killed somebody else. Yeah. Be but then again, her not going to school the next day 
actually says a lot if she's never missed school before. So she was obviously emotionally affected. Oh, could have been fear. She didn't want to like act out of sorts and kind of give herself away. No, that could have been too. But I think that she would have, because like I said, she didn't have the skill set needed to not kill people. (laughs) Right. Now, do you think that she was truly sorry? Or do you think that that was just a ploy to get a lesser sentence? That's a tough one. I know, right? I think that she was, because by this time here, she's 18 years old. She's on proper medication. Yeah, they've got her balanced out. Obviously, she's getting the the psychiatric care that she needs, or at least somewhat that she needs. Right. So yeah, well, I think at that point she's probably I feel mean, sorry. At that time, I'm sure the psychiatric care in the prison or in the state facilities is actually pretty good. Yeah. So I think that she was truly sorry. She realized that you know what she did was a horrendous thing. Right. So, but uh, without her getting that psychiatric care i think she would have kept killing right i agree with you i yeah, agree and I, I i feel bad for this with this shit that she's had to go through as far as did that got her to the point of actually killing somebody right because unlike with joshua phillips because i don't believe joshua would have killed again no no i i mean i be i believe beyond a shadow of a doubt he would not he wouldn't have killed, killed in again. the first place yeah i think that there was extenuating circumstances that made him do it i agree but i also do you do not believe he would have done it again? I totally agree. So, but yeah, I kind of thought that same thing. That yeah, I don't believe she. I kind of felt maybe she felt bad because she had finally been on the medication and realized the error of her ways. But at the same time, I do think that she would have killed again. I don't think that she dug that other grave to you know because it was thrown out there. So I was like, you know what, maybe, you know, but. I also don't agree with the fact that she was um, vilified in the media without facts. I had it there. I moved my head again. I'm sorry. I'll just move my head back. How's that? It's a good idea. Yeah. Try to keep it where it can actually pick you up a little bit. God damn it. You like my head, don't you? Oh, disturbing. Now you know how I feel when you make disturbing faces and shit. I don't do that. I'm sweet and innocent. Really? Did you not just get over there and thrust your fucking hips and rub <gasps> your nipples? What are you ever talking that about? Early, I don't remember if it was this episode or it was the last... It, it was this episode, I'm sure. You make me very, very sad. I want Dieter to come back. Dieter doesn't want to talk to you. Dieter loves me. Dieter does not anymore. You made Walter mad at him. Yeah, Dieter still loves me. <laughs> All right, so what else you got for me? That's it. All right. Let's wrap this episode up because I need to take a shower and shave. All right. Remember that you can send us an email at brutalnation.twistedbluellc.com. What else? Um, oh, check out the website. website. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And brings us out of it at twistedbluellc.com. Amazon's having Black Friday sales. Make sure you click on that link that we provide on the website. It helps out the show. It doesn't cost you a cent extra. And, hey, fucking jump on those Black Friday sales. Uh, check us out on Medium. Crime Beat that's featured on Medium. Uh, Hub Pages and Vocal Media. This show's copyrighted 2021 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights reserved. And we're you talk about the goddamn fucking Patreon and shit. 
Oh, I was gonna say. Oh, I was gonna say. Just don't forget that to stay tuned for next Friday's episode where we have a lot of things planned. Yeah, not this Friday. No, not this Friday. But the next. following one. Yeah, I need another week to prepare. Yeah, because it's going to be our 100th yeah. episode, and I will be doing a strip tease live online. It's going to be amazing. I've got a little bit of cocoa butter. I've got regular regular butter butter salted. We didn't talk salted. about this. <laughs> Just wait till I'm rubbing my nipples with it. We did not talk about this. I'm going to cover up my junk with whipped cream. Your silence speaks so loudly. And the look of disgust I have on my face? Yeah. Okay, just check <laughs> I just want to make sure you saw it. This show's copyrighted 2021 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights are reserved, and we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.